I'm so excited. I just can't hide it. Here are my weighing scales and I can't wait to get on them. I don't think so. Most people dread getting on the scales. I think even my teddy bear, and that's why I've got Teddy today, because this is a pretty controversial topic and probably one of the hottest topics in the world when it comes to being healthy. Before we had a worldwide medical pandemic, the number one Googled statement or the number one thing that people looked for on, uh, on the Google search engine was how do I lose weight, weight loss. And I'm going to ask some really confrontational questions about weight loss because what if aiming to lose weight was one of the reasons why, as humans, we've ended up fatter, sicker, weaker, and gotten older faster? Now, that's a big, long line of horrible things that I don't want anything to do with any of those. I want to stay young and strong for long. I want to be healthy and fit. And I want to be the weight uh, that my body needs to be a healthy human being. Interestingly, this set of scales, very sexy scales, uh, is only in our house because I have a husband that needs to make weight for competition. I can't remember the last time I weighed myself and I don't ever remember weighing myself as being a wow experience. <laughs> uh, and have you ever had this experience where you've felt fantastic, you're having an awesome day, you look great in your clothes or great naked in the mirror, and then you stand on the scales and you go, ah, yuck, uh, because it's a number. The reverse of that is, have you ever stepped on the scales and thought, wow, my weight is great, woohoo, and then looked in the mirror and went, nah, but my reflection in the mirror, I might be the right weight, but I don't have the right body composition, I'm not looking the way that I want to look, uh, and there, so there's this real big headspace screw up when it comes to weighing yourself. So uh, if this is something that you love to do, it's something that's an important part of your life, and as I shared, we have weighing scales at our house because K-Man often has to compete at a certain weight for martial arts. So he has to get down to a certain weight so he's constantly weighing himself coming up to competition to make sure that he's exactly the right weight. Now interestingly when people say to me I can't lose weight uh, in this house that's a really interesting expression because my husband who the gorgeous K-Man who usually lives his life around, around about the 85 to 90 kilo mark uh, I've seen him compete as low as 69 kilos, uh, 69, 75, under 80, which means he's had to have some significant weight losses. And not only does he lose weight, but he gets down to exactly the weight. So if he has to be under 70 kilos, he comes in at 69.9 kilos. If he has to be 70 under 75 kilos, he comes in at 74.9 kilos. And I'm sharing that with you because we often get caught up a lot in the emotion of weight loss, uh, but there are some people in this world who treat it purely as a mathematical equation. That's exactly what he does, apart from the fact that he's a scientist. He literally makes the calories come down, 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 down till exactly the right weight on exactly the right day. So it's not that it's not possible. But what does that do to your head? If you've ever had a poor experience with getting on a set of scales, or if you've ever been scared to get on a set of scales or if it's been a stressful part of your life, uh, my question is always this, why would we do that? Why would we put ourselves into that situation? And here's the reason why. Because when you stand on a set of scales, unless you have to make a particular weight for your sport, what is it actually telling us? So if you have to be under 75 kilos to play your sport or do your activity, then it is actually the weight of your body. But it doesn't say what weight. 
And I think this is a really important question. Do we know how much of that weight that comes up as a number on the scales is how much fluid we have? And I use fluid as the first one because when you make weight for competition, a lot of people will tell you that boxers will tell you, martial artists will tell you, jockeys will tell you that a lot of their, uh, the last part of their weight loss is predominantly water. Uh, and if you talk about feeling energetic and healthy and being able to do all the things that you want to do, the quickest way to feel really crappy is to get dehydrated. And even worse than that, uh, if you are dehydrated, your body's in a very risky position for getting sick. And if you dehydrate for too long, you'll obviously die. So it's pretty ordinary uh, to, to take water out of your body. Obviously, your body needs water. And that's the first thing you'll find when the, the competitors that have to make weight by, by standing on a set of scales, uh, the first thing they do when they get off that set of scales is have a drink because they've dehydrated themselves to get down to a certain weight. Now, it's not like we look at somebody and say, oh, wow, they're so hydrated. Look how fat they look because they're so hydrated. Uh, water doesn't make us look fat. Water isn't fat. Water doesn't affect the way we look. Uh, we don't, we, sometimes we say we look bloated, but we tend not to be bloated from water. Uh, it's not, water's not the challenge. Water is a really important part of our body. And if we weigh less from water, could that be a reason why we don't feel very energetic? We don't have the ability to do the things that we want to do. And unfortunately, uh, if you dehydrate for too long, I'm going to say it again, you will die. So when you stand on the scales and you, you are a certain weight, you don't know how much of that weight is water weight. Yeah. Uh, one of the other interesting things when it comes to water is that people will often have a pee. They'll go for a tinkle before they stand on the scales, knowing that they'll weigh lighter uh, because they've had a tinkle. But it doesn't mean that you're going to look any better. It doesn't mean that your body's going to be in, in more perfect physical condition or look uh, spectacular because you've done a tinkle. It just means you're going to weigh less on the scales. So that's just an interesting thing to take note of. So it's dangerous to dehydrate. I'm going to put that out there. And the scales, the weight that I am on the scales, uh, doesn't tell me how much of my weight is water. The next one that's really interesting and very important, I would expect, uh, is your bones. When you stand on a set of scales, you don't know how much of that number that's coming up is the weight of your bones. And uh, is it possible that we want to get heavier bones, not light ones? And the reason I ask that question is osteoporosis is a disease. It's a debilitating, horrible disease. Used to be an old lady's disease. And people who don't do very much, whose body is wasting away, end up with bone thinning disease, osteoporosis, where your bones weigh less. You actually weigh less on the scales because your bones have wasted away. Now, what causes that to happen? And I want to give you a couple of interesting examples for that. Uh, yes, it used to be an old lady's disease, and one in three women over the age of 60, 65 used to get osteoporosis. Uh, unfortunately, now that number's come down, so it's women over the age of 40. And not just women, and not just got to do with age. We now have teenagers and younger uh, children with wasted away bones. They've got osteoporosis or heading towards osteoporosis and they're under the age of 20 because we don't do much anymore as a human race. We sit, we're inactive, we don't have strong muscles pulling on strong bones, so our bones waste away, which means even for teenagers who have got osteoporosis or their bones are wasting away, when they stand on the scales uh, between weighing, they may have lost weight, but it could be bone weight. 
And that's heading us towards being old and being sick and being inactive or being unable to be active because usually inactivity causes osteoporosis. But once you've got osteoporosis, they usually give you a walking stick, then a walking frame, then a walking uh, wheel, sorry, a wheelchair, and then it's all over. And for most people that get diagnosed with advanced osteoporosis, literally, uh, depending on which country you look at the statistics, somewhere between half to one third of the people that get diagnosed with advanced osteoporosis are dead, dead within one year. Because what a horrible way to live your life. Just such thin bones that when you fall over, your bones will break. And or what seems more uh, realistic now is that your bones are so thin that they break inside your body and that causes you to fall over. So I don't want bones that weigh less. How about you? I want really heavy bones. When I stand on the scale, I want to be really heavy from water and from bones. Now, the third one that's really interesting is muscle. And this is a really big one because your muscle is the engine of your body, as you know. So if you've got a really big engine, how much fuel do you burn? <laughs> this, is get, this is where it gets exciting for me. If you've got a lot of muscle, you've got a big engine, the fuel for the body is food, which means if you've got a big engine, you can eat more food. Or if you can grow your engine, thank you, men can do that. Women, we have such a limited capacity to be able to do that. But the bigger your engine, the more muscle you have, the faster your metabolism, the more fuel you need, so the more you can eat. Now, when it comes to weight loss, and this is a really interesting and, and screwy headspace, because when we stand on the scales, if we have increased in muscle size, uh, particularly if you're a man, and as a woman, that's very unlikely, but if you're a man and you've increased in muscle size, you will definitely have increased weight. You'll, you'll have gotten heavier. Muscle is a dense sub, uh, substance, and it weighs a lot. It's an active substance. It's got blood supply. It's got central nervous system supply. It's, it's the engine of your body, and it's really heavy. When you start to lose muscle, you lose your fast metabolism. You lose your strength. You lose your ability to do all the things that you want to do. You get old really fast because the two biomarkers of aging is loss of muscle and loss of strength. You lose your fast twitch muscle fibers first. They're the ones that stop you from falling. They're the ones that mean you can still punch and kick and jump and sprint. And as they waste away, your body will become lighter. When you stand on the scales, you will be lighter. I've got to tell you, I have no interest whatsoever in having less muscle. And one of the things I get a little bit fascinated about, as I often share, is that men can put on more muscle. I can't. I'm a woman. I don't have testosterone. I don't have testicles, even though sometimes I have been mm. accused of such a thing. Um, I, my ability to put on <coughs> any muscle now, particularly because <coughs> I'm another, that's Bruce saying, yeah, I'm old too, mummy. I'm old too. <laughs> so if you want to stay young, if you want to stay strong and young for long, you want to keep as much muscle as you possibly can. And if you can, you want to put some on. Now, this is where women do get heavier on the scales when it comes to muscle. Because if you've spent your teenagehood, I think that's a word, and your 20s and 30s dieting, if you haven't been getting enough nutrition, if you haven't been looking after yourself and your body started to waste away early, uh, your muscles will have wasted away. If you decide then I'm not going to get old and I'm going to stay young and I'm going to be healthy and I'm going to have a fast metabolism and I want to keep eating all the food that I love and you start doing strength training, you start getting hold of your muscles and making them strong again. 
getting hold of those wasted away muscles and making sure that you build them back to their full capacity. See, as a woman, we can build muscle up till about the age of 20, 25, and after that, that's all we're ever going to get. But if we, if we don't use it, we will lose it. If we don't use it, we will lose it. So if we lose it, use it, we won't lose it. You can keep your fast metabolism. You can keep your dense, strong, powerful muscles that give you a fast metabolism, that keep you young and keep you active for the rest of your life, stop you from falling. And remember, strong muscles pull on strong bones, which means you'll then not get osteoporosis. But that means when you stand on the scales, you're going to be heavier. So if you are a woman in particular, because men seem to be able to wrap their head around the whole strength training thing a little bit more easier. I think you can say that a little bit easier. There we go. Men tend to focus on, yes, I want to get stronger. Yes, it's okay if I get bigger. If I can put on four or five, 10 kilos of muscle, that's awesome, uh, which means I get a faster metabolism. They uh, muscle, by the way, also is a uh, being the engine of your body. It burns everything that you put up, put into it. That's what burns it, your muscles burn everything up. That's what I'm trying to say. Which means that uh, if you love food, you can eat more, and that's one of the challenges I've got with the whole man and woman uh, relationship with food. It seems that men seem to really enjoy their food, and I'm being very generic, but I've worked with so many women now that just hate their food. They hate their body. They hate standing on the scales. Then they went and got body fat testing, which this also doesn't tell you how much body fat you've, get, you've got. So when you stand on the scales, you don't want to lose weight from water. You don't want to lose weight from bones. You don't want to lose weight from muscle. And even if you want to lose weight from fat, which means you want to take fat off your body or empty out your fat cells or have less squidgy bits or whatever it means to you, and usually that's called, I want to lose weight. Interestingly, however, muscle is really little and very heavy. Fat is not very heavy, but it's really big. So my teddy bear here, quite chubby, not very heavy, can pick him up really easily. If I had a, a piece of muscle that big, that would be very heavy to lift, which means when I stand on the scales and I've got strong bones, I've got strong muscles, I'm fully hydrated, which means I can sprint really hard, I can lift heavy, I can do all the things that I want to do, I can have a stack of energy, and I can stay young and strong for long, the scales, if they come down, will be taking all of that away from me. Because even if I'm losing weight from fat, fat's not very heavy. If I lose a dramatic amount of weight on the scales, it will usually be one from water. Uh, the other just interesting t side note is every gram of carbohydrate holds three grams of water. So often people go on a carbohydrate free or they try and... Uh, delete carbohydrate out of their diet or eat less and less carbohydrate. Well, if you take a carbohydrate out of your eating plan, every gram of carbohydrate holds one, sorry, three grams of water, which means you'll definitely lose weight. Now we, we hold around about half a kilo of, of carbohydrate, which means if we get rid of that carbohydrate, we're gonna lose two kilos automatically, gone, two kilos, gone. But imagine how you're gonna feel You'll feel old, you'll feel tired, you'll feel lethargic. You won't be able to go and do all the things that allow you to have a fit, strong, healthy body, that allow you to have a fast, fat-burning machine. Because the energy to sprint, the energy to lift heavy, the energy to do anything, including your brain, because your brain runs on glucose, as we know, what happens now? My ability to do anything is 
pretty much zero, but are way two kilos lighter on the scales. The other interesting take note, particularly for women, and I've got to be careful because talking about the differences between men and women has become very politically incorrect. But we, please know that, that a man has testicles and a woman doesn't. And testicles produce large, amount of, large amounts of testosterone. And testosterone is the reason why men can put on more muscle size, which means men can have bigger bodies. They're going to be heavier on the scales, but they're going to have faster engines, which means they can eat more, they can drink more. And if they eat the same and drink the same, they're going to lose weight if they put on muscle size because it's the engine. So what if, and I do this now because I've been an exercise professional for a long time, I do blame this piece of apparatus for a lot of the challenges that people have in their lives. I know that's a big call, but if you are controlled by, if everything you do is, I have to weigh a certain weight, can is it possible that that situation just doesn't make sense? If I stand on the scales, I could be very light, but I could be dehydrated, I could have osteoporosis, and I could have osteopenia, my muscles have wasted away. I could cut my hair off, which I obviously have no more to cut off, but if you've got long hair, you could cut your hair and you'd weigh less. But it doesn't make you any healthier, it doesn't make you any fitter, it doesn't make you any stronger. In fact, the things that we weigh for, when you weigh your body, if you're dehydrated, if you've got osteoporosis, you've got osteopenia, you will get sick. If you're not sick already, you're well on the way to being a very unfit person, sorry, an unhealthy person, and very incapable of being fit. Because when you've, got, when you've lost muscle, you've gotten weak. When you've lost bone, you've gotten weak, and your immune system is built inside your bones. So you're more likely to get sick, pick up germs, bugs, viruses, diseases, and this is the big challenge that I've got. Is it possible that our constant focus and almost fanatical drive to lose weight is the reason why the world has become overweight? It is the reason why the world has become sicker, mentally more unhealthy, because we're making sure that we, have, we are controlled by this set of scales. Now, there's lots of other machines that people, that people are controlled by. I get that. But... I don't want that for anybody. I don't want someone's life to be controlled by their Fitbit. I don't want someone's life to be controlled by, the, by their computer. I don't want someone's life to be controlled by their phone or their scales. I would just love people to have a fantastic, happy life. Uh, and I always ask this question, have you picked a weight, picked a size, picked an energy level? And how about stay that way for the rest of your life? Uh, you can invest in beautiful clothes and you'll never grow out of them. Uh, and a really sad piece of uh, research that keeps popping up every so often because it gets done on a reasonably regular basis. Uh, did you know that women who have dieted all of their lives, so around 14, 15, they started dieting, going on the crazy diets that are on social media now, those women end up with more body fat than the women that never dieted ever. Now, it's very difficult to find women that have never dieted, but... The women that spent their life enjoying their food, loving their life, eating whatever they wanted, uh, never dieting and never focusing on scales, ended up in better shape physically and mentally and in a smaller clothes size than the women that have been dieting all of their lives. There's another interesting take note there when it comes to weight loss and size and the way you look. I remember very clearly, you know there's times in your life where things really affect your headspace? 
I was, uh, I just met one of my first serious boyfriends. I would have been 15 or 16 because I ran away from home at 15. There's another story. And uh, we, we were going out as a group, a water skiing. And there was one girl in the group, you know, there's four or five guys and their girlfriends and we went out for a big day on the water and yeah, great fun. Uh, and it was bikinis, of course, because it was summer and hot, but also wetsuits. And when my boyfriend and I arrived at the, at the day to go water skiing, one of the girls who was always on a diet, like every time we went out, she would look at the calorie count. She used to carry, carry, carry a calorie counting book. Try saying that a hundred times fast. Uh, there were no um, mobile phones back then and there certainly were no, there was no internet. So she had this book and every time we went out to eat, she would look at the book and make sure she didn't eat too many calories. I think she was on a thousand calories a day or something like that. And she was always counting calories, always weighing herself, always on a diet, always aiming to be a certain size and a certain weight. And when we arrived at this water skiing day, she was in a wetsuit and she looked amazing. Uh, the wetsuit was hugging every part of her body and she just looked spectacular. She looked like a Bond woman. Uh, and I just thought, wow, she's in great shape. And then she took her wetsuit off and she had a bikini underneath. And she looked terrible. And I'm sharing that with you, not to say there's good or bad body shapes or that there's any right or wrong with the way you look. When I say terrible, she had the body, an 18-year-old had the body of, I'm going to say, a 50, 60, 70-year-old woman. And when I see women now who strength train and they're really active and, and they're naked, they look amazing still. But this girl had wrinkly skin. Uh, it was she was very soft. There was there was she she was little. There was no doubt about that. She was small in size, and she looked great in a wetsuit. But in a bikini, she had this it, hanging skin, and she still had cellulite and and all over her body. And it really hit me really hard. I remember thinking. She's always on a diet, but she certainly doesn't look. Because I remember I was in the exercise profession and had just started my career path. And I think that was one of those other big deals in my headspace. Because when I started exercising seriously at 13, I'd been exercising since I was 10. And now I was doing it, I had done some training and I was really getting into the concept of lifting heavy things. I was getting into the concept of being a fit, strong human being. And when I looked at the people that were fit and strong versus the people that dieted, uh, the fit and strong people had gorgeous bodies. And I'm sharing that. This It's controversial. I get that. That's why I bought the teddy, remember? Uh, but what I do know is that when you weigh yourself and you're fit and you're strong and you've got strong muscles, strong bones, you're hydrated, you've got a stack of energy, you're not going to weigh light on the scales. Uh, there's a lot of people who are exercise professionals who do bodybuilding. Uh, they've got very low body fat percentage, which means they don't have no squidgy bits on their body. But if you do their BMI, which is the measurement, if, you, if you're over 30 BMI, according to the governments of the world or the, the World Health Organization, the big, you know, the people that run the health, public health sectors of the world, they will all say that a BMI over 30 puts you into the morbidly obese category. But what is that definition? I'm not really sure. I think if you weigh yourself on the scale, you're going to be really heavy. But yes, when you've got lots of muscle, you're going to be really heavy. When you've got really strong bones, you're going to be really heavy. Inside those strong bones are going to be really a really strong immune system so that when germs, bugs, viruses and diseases come along, you can bite them and you don't get sick. That's going to make your bones heavier. And if you're hydrated, 
you're going to be heavier because you're every part of your body, and depends on again who you listen to, your body is 60 to 70% fluid. So if you dehydrate, you just you're, everything that functions effectively in your body doesn't function well anymore. And if, yes, you're going to lose weight, two kilos on the scales if you get rid of carbohydrate, but that means you're also getting rid of fluid. So it's half a kilo of carbohydrate and one and a half kilos of fluid. Uh, none of those things do anything for us to keep us fit, to keep us strong, to keep us healthy, to keep us active. And as I always share, I want to stay young and strong for long. How about you? Young and strong for long. How about you? <laughs> so here's my question. We talk about weight loss, and as an exercise professional, people come to us for weight loss. What if we created uh, the question in people's brain, is it possible that weight loss is the reason why people are overweight? It's the reason why people have become sick because they've lost uh, the strength of their bones, which means they've got a, a weaker immune system. Is it possible that's one of the reasons why I've got so many mental health challenges? People get really screwed up in their head when they've got to weigh themselves all the time or if they do weigh themselves. And whether they get their body fat tested or they get a body scan done or they weigh themselves or measure themselves, all those things about that this, if you really want to know how your body's doing, why not just rip your clothes off, stand naked in front of the mirror with all the lights on and jump. And the mirror will tell you pretty quickly how you're doing. And here's this, the sad thing. If you take all your clothes off, jump in front of the mirror and you love what you see... And then you go and stand on the scales and according to the laws of how much you should weigh at a certain age and a certain height, uh, you're two or three kilos overweight or even 10 or 15 kilos overweight. It could screw up your whole day. And I don't want that for anybody. How about you? So is it possible that the concept of weight loss has made us older and sicker and fatter and more diseased? And is it possible that if we get off these bloody things and we focus on getting puffed to get fit, having strong muscles and bones so that we have a fast metabolism, and both of those together then pump happy drugs into our brain so that we want to, we want to go and move, we want to exercise. And that's my biggest challenge with weight loss and diets is that when you're on a diet and when you're aiming to lose weight, you get dehydrated, you have less calories than what your body needs, you feel really crappy, which means you don't exercise hard. And when you don't exercise hard, you don't stay fit. And if you don't lift heavy, you don't stay strong, which means all of that just gets, you get old and fat and sick and diseased and depressed really quickly. So how about we focus on being healthy, fit and strong human beings? Wouldn't that be awesome? Woo!